Naked with Adele is about your inner journey, trusting yourself and sharing many lessons. Come on, hold my hand Not sure I understand This role I've been given But I wish someone had to talk to me Like I want to talk to you Naked with Adele is about getting real It's about being able to look at yourself in the mirror and being able to love that person that you see. It's about having the courage to be vulnerable. Welcome to part two of this interview. When we transform, we often notice changes where we are the most vulnerable, our relationships. To have genuine courage and take our partnerships to the next level, it helps to know how to let emotions guide us to feel seen and heard. To get your free download of Chapter 7 of Can You See Me Naked, go to adelgreen.com forward slash free chapter. That is www.adel-green.com forward slash free hyphen chapter. Now back to the interview. Were you guys aware of a lot of this at the time when you sat and you had to make a decision of how you were going to bring music into the game? Uh, no, n- not really. I wasn't really thinking about all of that. Um, for me, it was more a sort of personal journey. You know, I I always wanted to be a writer of music. I, want, I wanted to write my own stuff. And here I was working for a games company where they were saying, you know, right, we've got a driving game. We need some driving music. Or we've got a, uh, a fighting game. We need some fighting music. And so I still... F- felt like I was kind of boxed in a little bit. I wasn't really able to write what I wanted to write. And what I wanted to write was very much more emotional music, beautiful music, um, sad music, you know, melancholic stuff. I just felt that there wasn't any emotion in computer games. It was all just about battling, winning and losing. And when Tomb Raider came along, I felt there was an opportunity to tell more of a story, more of an emotional story. Because the game was kind of story-led, you know, I felt it it was a little bit more like writing music for a film. Um, There there was much more uh, room for emotional content there, and and so that's what I tried to do. What kind of brief did you have? Did, Did you have any images? Did you see this sexy icon? Did you know what you were working with? And how did you make your decision? Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, every every game that I work on, I see, you know, the work in progress. And I try and look and and get to know that game as much as possible. The the more information I have about the characters and about the story, et cetera, et cetera, the better the musical content. You know, the, the music ends up fitting better because because all those little details come into my thought thoughts when I'm when I'm writing. So yes, you know, I saw Lara Croft, and I saw some of the the levels where she goes to, and and you know, I saw the the maps and the environments that she goes in. So that really helped me, um, you know, describe the emotions that she might have been feeling at, at various points in the game. Was there any link for you when you were writing the music with? What the Spice Girls were bringing into the general perception of the market, and what this game would bring to women. At what point did you realise going to be a whole explosion of empowerment for women there? 
Well, not not until after, <laughs> you know, probably not until writing for Tomb Raider 2 um, did I realise that, you know, something big was happening. Um, but I still, I suppose, I, I still, I don't think I really still understood, you know, what it was that was going on. Um, it wasn't probably until three or four years later that, you know, when I look back on it, I thought... Yeah, okay. Now now I can see why that was so successful because of this and because of that and right, okay, you know, now I get it. You know, we we just thought we'd made a technological advance in gaming and gamers loved that. You know, gamers love new technology. So and and that's really what I thought it was. Um, you know, when I was working on it. F- from a musical point of view, I felt like I was doing something different and that turned out to be true and I didn't know whether, you know, the kids were going to like that or not, but it turned out they did. So that confirmed to me that I was doing the right thing. And it also confirmed to me that, you know, kids don't just like rock and roll or pop or, um, you know, battle games or whatever. You know, they are connected emotionally and they do like that kind of that kind of thing. They do like emotional content and, and they are touched by that. So that that was good confirmation for me. You know, I'd always kind of thought that kids are connected emotionally. I mean, we all cry and get upset and get angry, you know, from very early age. And I just wanted to kind of prove that there was a market for that kind of music. And, and, there, and there clearly was. I know I'm speaking to the converted if I say to you that music especially with something like a game when you are completely getting into it is the thing that moves you from point a to point b and and the music helps you to connect with yourself and your emotions you know that world but when you sit as a composer and you actually use this powerful medium to move people what goes through you when I'm writing a piece of music, intrinsically what I'm trying to do is install emotion into the music. That, that's the goal. And so, you know, I am living that emotion as I'm writing the music. And, of course, you know, I, when I write, I write, you know, sections at a time. So I'll write sort of four bars for a whole day. I will just spend on four bars of music. And it will be about layering instruments and patterns that work together, that gel together, that create a kind of mood. And then when you move on to the next four-bar section, there's a sort of a story that starts to unfold. There's a, a sort of sequence of emotions. And as you progress further into the piece, the emotional story is is told. And it's important to... Um, as you write a book, you know, you have a start, a middle and an end. It's the same with a piece of music that has a beginning and it has a middle and it has an ending. And it's about trying to make sure that the, the climaxes or the climax of the piece, you know, when that does reach, you've suspended the listener to such a point that they're really waiting for that that climax and then when you deliver that climax there's a there's a big release of energy in some way either it's a release into sadness or it's a release into happiness um, this is kind of what happens with music you you pave the way um, at, at the beginning part of the piece you pave the way to a climax 
um, and then you will finish off that climax with some ending to, to finish the story. That's, in a nutshell, kind of what a piece of music is. It's an emotional journey, you know. Do you give a bit of yourself in the music when you write it? Yeah, absolutely. I, I remember I was a while back, uh, somewhere around 2000, uh, my, my cat died. And he was a really special cat. I really liked this cat. And, uh, <laughs> and he died uh, prematurely because somebody ran him over. And, and he made it back to the house. He crawled in and was, you know, crying. And, and I sat with him and, and held him and, and watched him die in my hands. And that was really traumatic for me. I mean, I was, you know, in, I was in my 30s. It really hit me quite hard. And I was very upset about that. So I went to the studio and I wrote a tune. And I was, I was crying many times during during this writing process it took me you know two or three days and i and i was crying you know quite frequently whilst i was writing it and it's probably one of the most emotional pieces of music i've ever written and when i when i played it to my dad he came to see me a few weeks later i played it to him and at the climax point in the piece he burst into tears <laughs> that just shows you isn't that amazing How can we use music to help us release intense emotion? You know, with women, yeah. we get very intense. And I mean, it's, it's one of the, the hardest things as a woman, because especially if you're in the workplace and you're in a powerful position, you are not always supposed to show it. How can we use music to help us move what we feel? It's a bit like watching uh, a movie, watching a tearjerker, I call them. There are these movies where, you know, literally you you watch them and you're and you're crying many times through the movie um and the movies are designed to um you know make you feel that way and i think it's it's the same with music if you need to release certain emotional anxiety or whatever you know you need to pick the right music that will act as a catalyst for that so there's no point picking some heavy metal thrash music if you're feeling sad and lonely for instance um, or if you're, you know, if you're feeling unhappy and you want to shed a few tears, you need to pick some music that's going to deliver that for you and that's going to help you, uh, you know, release those tears. It's about picking the right thing, I would say. I like my, I call them process music. My, when I get into really deep, dark places, I like to listen to Evanescence. Right. And some of the music is really dark and, you know, they're kind of hard rock, but I come from that era, I like that stuff. Yeah, yeah. And people go like, really, you? Because half the music on my iPod, people don't even know what they what it is. But, I mean, it's not all like that. But when I'm in that dark place, I want to listen to that music. But sometimes it keeps me there. Right. So is that what you're saying? Is, is that what I must do? Or, or, or is it one or two or three pieces? If you want to feel positive, mm -hmm. you need to be listening to some positive music. You know, if you're going for a four-mile run, you want to be listening to something quite energetic that's going to motivate you to putting one leg in front of the other. You don't want to listen to some, you know, nice, peaceful, classical music when, it, when you're going out for a run. You want to be listening to some, something like dance music or, or something that has a lot of energy. So it's not about putting on music just because I think music is going to help me. It's about thinking about what I do want to experience and then picking appropriate piece to that, not necessarily indulging what I'm feeling right absolutely, now. Absolutely, absolutely. Think about how you want to feel and then pick the music that's going to make you feel like that. Because music is like an injection of emotions. 
if I'm listening to a happy piece of music, it will make me feel happy. If I'm listening to a sad piece of music, it will make me feel sad. Um, and, and I will recall my own happy and sad memories. Do you see what I mean? I, I will relive my own yes. memories in that piece of music. But nonetheless, I'll feel sad when I listen to a sad piece of music and happy when I listen to a happy piece of music. So from that, I can conclude that if I'm listening to the soundtrack for Laura Croft on Tomb Raider, that's going to take me back to when I was 15 years old. That's it, what we're talking about here. It is, yeah, it is. And it's going to take you back to the things that you were doing at that time and, and, and you'll be reminded of all those things when you first heard that piece of music. How powerful is that Laura Croft icon today, would you say? Still very much. You know, I think they're on to number nine or number ten in the series now i would say it's a multi certainly multi-million dollar project it's probably reached into the billions of dollars now the last one they released i think sold eight million copies and uh, you know it's like 30 quid each or something so you know it's a hell of a lot of money these things make are you secretly fantasizing about another life i've been to georgia and Naked with Adele is about your inner journey, trusting yourself and sharing many lessons. Come on, hold my hand, not sure I understand this role I've been given, but I wish someone had a talk. It's choosing to remove the mask and reaching within to bear your soul. Now I see if I wear a mask, I can fool the world, but I cannot fool my heart. It's about women staying true to who they are. Naked with Adele is about getting real. It's about being able to look at yourself in the mirror and being able to love that person that you see. It's about having the courage to be vulnerable. So I let down my guard, drive my defenses down by my clothes. I'm learning to fall with no safety net to cushion the now start those deep, long, overdue conversations with yourself. I'm your mind, giving you someone to talk to. Hello. And once you make up your mind, the journey begins. I've made up my mind. Don't need to think it over if I'm wrong, I am right. Don't need to look no further. I'm Adele Green, and this empty chair next to me is just for you. Come and join me. Register for your membership free 
to get this show and many resources at www.adele-green.com or you can tweet her at Naked with Adele.